Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto. I am so excited to be here with you today and honored that you have joined us. This podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. Now, we bring you industry experts that will not only inspire you, but will give you tangible strategies that you can implement right now. And today we have for you the money couple, Scott and Bethany Palmer. Now, they are regulars on national TV, radio, and speak internationally about love and money. Now, they have a best-selling book called The Five Money Personalities, Speaking the Same Love and Money Language. So that is so important, and you will love our conversation about just having the awareness of these personalities and how they might put you in conflict is super important to creating a beautiful life together in your relationships. So welcome, Scott and Bethany Palmer. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Welcome, Scott and Bethany, to the Rise Up For You podcast. We are so excited to have you today. Well, thank you so much for having us. It is great to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we always love to start by having our guests share with our audience who you are, what you do, and the journey you're on right now. Oh, awesome. We are so glad to be with you today. We are uh, Scott and Bethany Palmer, the money couple, and Mm -hmm. that's um, a name that came to us uh, because... We had experiences as financial advisors. We've been financial advisors for over 25 years, and we've seen it all. (laughs) Uh, We've seen people with a lot of money. We've seen people with not money. But the one thing that we saw that was happening across the board was that couples were arguing about money. Mm. And um, it didn't matter how much they had. As a matter of fact, it all started with a story with a couple that we had. And Scott, do you want to share this? Yeah, story? sure. So we had this couple come in and Bethany and I, we do our counseling, our financial counseling together with other couples. And this couple was doing everything right. I mean, if there was a box to check, that sucker was checked <laughs> and they had a lot of assets. And so they came in and the tension was like just so crazy thick when we started this meeting. So I'm like, did they get into a fight in the elevator on the way up? Was that a bad car ride over? (laughs) So after about four minutes of awkwardness, which is all that I can personally handle, I just said, Hey, what's going on with you guys? Do we need to, do we need to leave and give you guys a moment or, and she said, well, Scott, you know, we're really here uh, not to get an account review, but to split up our assets. And she handed us their qualified domestic relations order. And we were shocked. So we started, you know, asking questions and starting working through this. And finally, I just, I had to know. So I just blurted out, why are you guys getting divorced? And she said, the reason we're getting divorced is money. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking at this spreadsheet, I'm looking at their assets and I'm like, the last thing you all need to be worrying about is money. So I called him a couple days after the fact and said, would you work through this? Would you help me understand what you mean by you getting divorced over money? And he said, I'm going to give you two quick examples. The first is coffee. And I said, okay. He said, you know, every day, and I know this guy because we had worked together. Um, I stop and get my cup of coffee. And he had his own little cup of coffee that he had made a special way. He says it's five bucks 
it's five bucks every day. And I said, yeah, you've done that since I've known you. He said, Scott, for, for the last 15 years, every morning I leave, she hands me a thermos with coffee. And she says <laughs> the same sweet. thing. Here's the coffee. It only costs 25 cents to drink this. And it's just as good. And he said, and that thermos goes in the back of my car till I get home and pour it out. So the second thing is lunches. And this guy was Mr. Network guy to use a very nineties term. This guy could network like nobody's business and he always did it over lunch. And so he would get a table of five to six other business execs and they would get together and, and he would pitch his business and what they were doing. And that's how he closed a huge amount of business. And he said, every day I go home and I'm asked, where did I go to lunch? How much did it cost? What did you have? Did you pick up the whole tab or did someone else pick up the tab? And he said, you know, after 15 years, stuff like this, I'm building a phenomenal business. I'm just done and I don't want to deal with it anymore. And she doesn't want to deal with it anymore. And he goes, that's why we're getting divorced. And so what Bethany and I did was we went in hyper, like there's gotta be resources. (laughs) There's gotta be stuff that we can give couples and we can fix this because we're big fixers and we couldn't find anything. We found out, we found all the stuff that we were doing, how to get out of debt. Um, how to pay your house off early, all the stuff that we're told, if we do those things, we're going to have a successful financial life. And what we found is it's just not true. So that put Bethany on our journey to say, what can we bring to the table? What can we give couples that's going to help them understand why they deal with money in the way they do and why their spouse is so different. And then what we found out was like, Hey, this is a super important message for every single person out there, because probably in your life, you're going to be in a relationship. And if you're going to be in a relationship, if you're single and you get to know who you are before you're in that relationship with somebody else, you get to decide if you want to be in a relationship with them based on your differences. Mm, Wow. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Because we all bring our own money story to the relationship, right? Our money relationship, you know, what were the messages we got as kids around money? You know, so there's so much that goes into that. It's, and, and I mean, I venture to, to think that it wasn't about the $5 coffee he was buying. Well, (laughs) you know, what's really interesting is that they had such different views about money. And Mm -hmm. that's why we put together the five money personalities. Mm -hmm. So you could have a label to be able to talk through your differences. And the neat thing is there's five many personalities, but everybody has two, a primary and secondary. Mm -hmm. So in some relationships, you may have one person who has, you know, is, has two of the many personalities and the other person has two of the many personalities. Now you have four money personalities (laughs) all fighting against each other. And here's the interesting thing. Is And we don't really think about, you think of like money decisions. A lot of people think of money decisions are like, you know, how much are you putting away for retirement? Do you have enough insurance? You know, how much do you put in your 401k? What, you know, those kind of, you know, how much does your house cost? People think that, you know, kind of those are your main money decisions. But that's not true. If you think about it, like I'll, I'll just take myself for today, an example. I, I've had probably... 10 money decisions already today. I went to the gas station. I put gas in my car. I decided if I was going to do high grade, mid grade, low grade. Mm -hmm. There's a money component to that decision. I decided if I was going to bring my lunch in or I was going to go out. There's a money component to that decision. Our kids, are they going to be on the uh, travel uh, team? Are they just going to play, you know, on their high school team? There's a huge money component to that. 
we would just got back from vacation and every day all the time there were money decisions that were being made so these money decisions are being made but if you think about money one way and the person you're in a relationship with your spouse your significant other thinks about it very different then you're going to have opportunities every single day all the time to butt heads and um that's what wears on a relationship. I mean, after a while, you just go, you know what? It's just, I'm not going to keep, I mean, this is just not, life's too short. Mm-hmm. You know, between now and dead, do I want to live this way? Right. And no, I don't want to be berated about my expenditures or, you know, the fact that I'm, you know, want to save money all the time. Absolutely. So if you don't have a label for it, if you don't understand who you are, and again, the primary is important, but the secondary we have come to learn is almost more important because it's such a mystery Mm. in people's minds. Um, It's so powerful. It's so empowering and you get affirmed. There's, you know, the five money personalities, two of the money personalities are really the saver and the security seeker. Those money personalities are really um, uh, wise, uh, encouraged. encouraged. There we go. They're encouraged. They're the better money. They're the smarter. They're the wiser. They're Mm. the, you know, that, which is, they, they have wisdom, yes. Right. But the other three money personalities, there's r- huge benefits to that too. One of them is a spender. Well, spenders like to spend money on themselves, but they love to spend money on others. They're so generous. They're the people who keep our nonprofits going. Right. So it's like, you know, there is no right, there is no wrong. Mm. But the key is just taking, you know, a little bit of time and studying it and getting a PhD on yourself and getting a PhD on your spouse on how they think about money oh, and yeah. accept it and know they're never going to change. I mean, yeah, they can learn some skills, but they're never going to change. It's right. in your DNA. And we have, you know, some things we can talk about to prove that. But right. it's right. just so empowering and exciting. Yeah to um and and really freeing uh to get a label on it I love and that. um really understand it i love that because it's it's um it's all about awareness right and once yes. you get the awareness of maybe yes. what that money personality even is and where does it maybe come from then it's like the love languages money language yes. love language right it's like the same absolutely concept. i love that and i loved your book oh, thank you money money personality. fantastic yes. yeah so so let's go ahead and and talk about the five personalities so sure, you mentioned absolutely. a couple so let's do a little quick snippet on all of them and how they relate. absolutely absolutely all right the first one is a saver now savers love to save money themselves but they also love other people to save money as well so we all have those friends who they get a good deal and they have to tell you about it that person <laughs> probably is a primary or secondary saver all right. The next one is completely opposite of that. And that is a spender. And we spoke a little bit about that, but a spender loves to spend money on themselves, but they also love to spend money on others. Mm. You know, when you have a, a party and you say no gifts, please. And they have to bring <laughs> a bottle of wine or a card or something. Right. They have to bring something. Right. Those are probably a person who is primary or secondary spender. Mm. Um, The third one is a risk taker. And then I'll let Scott do the last two. The third one is a risk taker. Now, a risk taker is a person who really likes adventure and they like to go for it. 
it's those people, it's kind of entrepreneurs of the world and they like and don't mind big risks, you know, like starting businesses and things like that. But it's also, you can see it in like small everyday risks, like trying a new restaurant or going to a new place on vacation or, you know, just you'll the thing that's so cool about the money personalities is you'll just hear it come out of them. You know, they have this new thought and they're excited about it. I mean, those are the people that have that just kind of natural tendency and you can hear it in people who just kind of want that little go for it kind of thing. Do you want to do the other Yeah, two? the last two. Um, the next one is a security seeker. And a security seeker is somebody that seeks security. They have to have a plan. So one of my money personalities is a security seeker. So it plays itself out in things like vacation. We will have an itinerary for vacation. <laughs> like we will know where we're going. And I even put everything in a notebook so that everything is organized. Can I do that on my phone? Sure. But I'm a security seeker. So if I lose my phone or something happens, I don't care. I've got a backup paper copy. <laughs> that is a security seeker. And that plan. And the plan. So and we're the ones that, you know, have to have the life insurance. If you ever need a password to get in on your credit card, you don't have to look it up on your phone. Just ask your security seeker because we already have that memorized. Yeah. And so that, that's what a security seeker does. The last but not least is a money personality called a flyer. And the flyer is the smallest percentage of the money personalities. 10%. About 10% of people are flyers. But we have flyers because the flyer is somebody that just literally flies by the seat of their pants. When it comes to their money, they are so relationally driven that money is always the afterthought after the relationship uh, piece of it is met. So like my mom is a perfect example. She's a primary flyer. So I can call my mom and say, hey, mom, do you and dad want to go to lunch? And before I even get the word lunch out or dinner out, it's yes. She doesn't care where we're going. She doesn't care about how much we're going to spend. That is all an afterthought that she'll have when my dad asks, well, where are we going? She'll say, I don't know. I just said, yes, call Scott. And you guys can be two security seekers together. So, but the reality is, is that flyer is just somebody that always goes um, to the relationship. So how do these money personalities collide in a relationship? And I'd love to give Bethany and I as an example, because we've used this to save ourselves so much heartache in our oh. own relationship. Oh my gosh. And where we're weird is that <laughs> our primary uh, money personalities are the exact same. We're both primary spenders. We're huge gift givers. We love serving on boards. That's just, we are in our zone when we're doing that. Mm -hmm. Where we are completely different is I'm a security seeker. She's a risk taker. In the secondary. In the secondary. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to spend money, but there has to be a plan. We're not going to go shopping unless I know what's on the list and about how much that's going to cost us. She could care less. Right. And where really, where we really butted heads a lot was in our business aspect because we've been working together for the last 26 years. So she's coming up with these ideas of, hey, we should do this and we should do that because she's a risk taker and she wants to take risk. I'm a security seeker and I'm like, security seekers are huge no people. We, that's like, we always start with no, can we do this? No. And then we'll come up with a plan and like three minutes later we'll go, yeah, well we can do that. Right. But our defensive position is always no, mm -hmm. because we're scared of not having a plan. We don't like to plan off the top of our heads. And so that's where we butted for 10 years. We, we really struggled with that in our own relationship. And then once we figured out these money personalities, I was able to say, you're a risk taker. You're not saying we're going to do this. You're just saying you're thinking about us doing this 
And then, okay, so you tell me what you need me to do to help me get my security seeker filled. And then I could go back and say, this is a great idea. Or, <laughs> you know, I did some fact finding and I think you should think about this. And so we've noticed in our own relationship, a real correction in the way that we communicate because when she brings one of her ideas to me, when I learned, don't do it at 10 o'clock at night. Right. Yeah, because that's, that's the worst time to hit a security secret at night. I say after 8.30, no yeah. security secret talk. I mean, yeah. no risk taker talk because it freaks me out. Right. But, I mean, and so you can have these relationships where we have a major clash because we're on opposite sides of the spectrum. But our primaries are the same. So we'll be going and spending money and everything will be great. And then my security seeker will step in and I say security seekers tend to suck the joy out of most financial decisions. Right. Um, but you'll have marriages and relationships where there's four different money personalities. So they're hitting all the time. So what we found with these money personalities is knowledge is power. And once you really understand your significant other you're no longer getting frustrated or upset because they're just crazy when it comes to money. You're actually sitting there going, oh, that's their spender kicking in. Oh, that's their flyer kicking in. And so it gives you a way to put a label on it. I know we live in a society where we're not supposed to have labels. However, I say put a label on it so that you can understand yeah. what you're dealing with. You don't go to the grocery store and just hope that you grab salsa. And it ends up just being regular cut up tomatoes. Then we put labels on things so we know what we're getting. The exact same is true yeah, with your money good personalities. Analogy. <laughs> yeah, it is. What did yeah. you say? I'm going to use that one again. <laughs> okay, I like that one. I like that That's one. good, yeah. yeah, because there are patterns, right? Ingrained patterns of how Absolutely. we operate. Absolutely. And, and when you were giving me the definitions, I, I was thinking, again, in terms of the relationship with money, um, because you can't compartmentalize your life, I would think, for instance, the risk taker with money is probably a risk taker with other things in their life, right? I mean, Absolutely. Like a Trying a new trait. restaurant. There's not necessarily a... I mean, there's a money component to it, but I mean, you know, just the idea of trying a new restaurant right. is just... So you see it, it's like... I mean, they almost mean to be life personalities or something right. and not money personalities because it really is that powerful, you yeah. know? We hear a lot of couples who you hear, you know, we drifted apart, we fell out of love, you know, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And I can understand, uh, this is so foundational, I can understand how that happens, because let me just tell you a little story about us in that, you know, being that secondary risk taker, I love to give ideas. That's just who I am. That's how God made me. And I just love it. That's just natural. And I did it. And I would do it with Scott. And he would just like, no, I don't think so. No, I don't. And he would say no a lot. Right. And I didn't know that. The, I'm, I didn't even know it about myself, but that's just like who I am. And so what, here's what happens. I would stop giving him the ideas. And I would start talking to other people about my ideas. And so what happens is, is you just, it's all like, like subconscious it's not this big you know conscious thing right you all of a sudden you're not talking about things as much because I didn't want to hear no he wasn't excited about anything that I was talking about so you're just kind of stop talking about stuff yeah and yeah. man when we understood this and when I understand it about him 
it makes me like excited to be like, oh, hey, honey, here's this idea and here's the plan. Here's how we could do it. You know, yeah. I add that and he gets excited too. And we, you know, we, it's just so much more fun to be in the relationship and that love is rekindled because you're like, oh, I get it. I right. get who they are and I get who I am and it's all good. And the defenses drop. It's not about me attacking you or, or it's like, no. hey, I, I know the security secret and you going to freak out maybe a little bit now. I don't that, need an answer right exactly, now. <laughs> that is exactly words we say. Right, right. You know, we'll say things like, um, well, I'm going to be a little bit of a flyer here and blah, 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 you know, or, yeah. you know, I know your security secret is going to freak out, blah, right. blah, blah, but let, just hear me out, you know, right. and, and he, or he'll say, you know, I know your risk taker is going to love this one. You know, right. it's, it's, instead of putting the person, you're, you're talking about kind of who they are at their core yeah. and it just feels so good. Yeah puts their defenses down and it makes them feel understood. Like she understands I might need to process this a little longer than she does or whatever the case may be. And you feel honored in that way, instead of it being like, you know, you always do this and you always do that and blah, 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 you know? So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you know, you, you hear, you know, kids, you know, they're just, they get bombarded with all these advertisements and, you know, they all just want to spend in the latest, greatest, but then why do some of those kids are afraid to let go of their money? Mm. See, it's not, it's not, it's not just the advertisements and the world telling us we need stuff. No, I have um, a nephew who he's like, cause Halloween candy is a great, um, it's kind of a kid's form of currency. And so how they handle Halloween candy tells you a lot about them. Right. And we were trick or treating and he said, um, I don't even know why I'm trick or treating. I have candy from last year. <laughs> I mean, he's a total saver, primary right. saver. He, he will not let go of his money. And there's, you know, hard things about that too. There's right. things to learn from that um, perspective too. So nice. it's just so empowering. It's so As you can tell, we're a little excited. Yeah, I love it. No, because it is. You're really helping people at a level that um, it's just not, not talked about, right? No. And, and mm-hmm. it's like, hey, it's okay. We're different. We came together. How do we work through this and just become aware of each other's money personality and and how do we honor it you know and right. not work absolutely. Against it. So, absolutely absolutely so you yeah. do so you're doing this work um you're still financial advisors for for couples primarily right now or well we're moving on towards 100 percent uh, focusing on this message mm, um nice. scott has an ria i stepped down um about a year ago to be able to focus on strictly on this this is really our passion mm. um we just love it and we're so excited because ultimately it's going to save marriages you know there's a um 50 divorce rate out there um and 80% of divorces are over money, 80%. So we have the tool that's going to put that to rest and, mm-hmm. and really bring that down. And that's really our heart and our passion is to get that, that out there. And yeah. so, yeah, it's I very think exciting. that's great. I mean, that's, this is really premarital counseling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. imagine, I mean, if you know who you are and you, let's say you're a spender risk taker. Okay, like me, and you're going out to dinner on a date, and the guy whips out his coupon for dinner. Tells you a lot about him. Yeah, totally. You know, and is that a bad thing that he ripped out the? the yeah, out? some people would think that. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's the coolest thing in the world. If someone did that to me, if I was on a date, 
and someone ripped yeah. out a coupon, I'd be like, this is the first and last date because I'm not dealing with that <laughs> exactly. for the rest of my life because exactly. you will be dealing with that for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. So you can watch people knowing the money personalities and then watch them and how they act. And you can say, is that money personality something that I can live with? Can yeah. I, you know, is that okay? Because, you know, we're, we're attracted to our opposites. And Scott and I are no different. That yeah. risk taker and security seeker, we totally see how that we were attracted to that to each other. And it, it makes your life more exciting. But we say opposites attract. But then after a while, opposites attack. Yeah. And it's what we want is we want that love to stay alive and keep it, keep you attracted to each other and not to attack each other. But you're, if you have opposites, we guarantee the money personalities are a root of that. Yeah, there's definitely some conflict that you just need the tools. And you're providing right. the tools of awareness. And then how do we get an alignment? Right. Even if, you know, we, we appear to be opposite on the spectrum. Because I'm sure there's lots of gray, right? There's spectrum yeah. and there's yeah. lots of in-between. That's why we just say, you know what? Just focus on your primary and your secondary. And just right. go with that. and Because it can get, you can get you know, all into the weeds. And it's like, no, we want to keep it simple for you. Um, so start with knowing your money personalities. And then the cool thing too, is we put a system together for couples to be able to work through their differences and to talk about the relational side of money. Um, so nice. just simple tools makes a lot of sense, Absolutely. not rocket science in some ways, but right. science in the other ways. So yeah. it's really um, fun. There's definitely a lot of science behind it and a lot of, um, like I said, just the awareness, just, just understanding. Yeah. Okay. Hmm, this is a pattern. This is who I am. That's yep. okay. You know, and it's not like you said, one's better than the other. We get into that competition side sometimes where it's just, Absolutely. no, this is just, yeah, this is just who I am. I guess it doesn't mean they can't be swayed a little bit, but it's, right. um, it's, yeah, it's how you, well, you if you think about it, if you're the most well-rounded person, you would know what your primary and secondary is and learn the pros of the other three right. and try to slowly implement those into your life. I mean, I wish I had more flyer in me, mm. you know, I mean, right. I, sometimes I just think, you know what, just don't worry about the money side, just be, you know, right. I hope about the relationships, you know? Right. So I know I just think we can be a more well-rounded person. And I think also one of the keys too, is that when you understand someone's money personalities, you understand how to give more grace mm -hmm. and you understand, you understand it doesn't become a, they did that to make me mad. It becomes a, they did that because that's who they are. Mm -hmm. And that really should be the goal of every relationship is to not only understand who you are so you know where you're strong and where you need some improvement which we all need improvement no one ever arrives i'm really pretty close but um, <laughs> we all we all need to know that but man the grace card that you can extend others i mean when i see my sons do something i often think you know what they weren't doing that to make me mad they were just being who they were and then i can go back and maybe help them reposition that a little bit as they as they get older but i think that's the beauty behind any anything that we do especially with these money personalities is that if we can really come to a place of peace with ourselves and okay this is who i am this is this is my money dna i don't have to be ashamed of it I don't have to apologize for it, but I sure need to extend grace for people that are different than me, which should be all of our life goals anyways. Then we're going to have amazing relationships and we're going to be that person that other people say, man, that guy doesn't have any enemies. That lady doesn't have people get mad or gossip behind your back because she's just so at peace with 
who he or she is. And man, they're a total peace with the people that they're in relationships with too. Right. Right. I think, I think, um, we, we put too much of the good and bad or the right and wrong judgment on things. You know, it has to be yes. this way or that way in everything in life, right? Money is absolutely. Well, yeah, just watch the news, watch for, five the news for five minutes. And it's all, yeah. It's all who's right and who's wrong. Right. It's not about who people are anymore. Right. Right. If you're not on my side, you're against me. No, I just may think a little different. I'm not against you. Right. 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 I know. And it's having those, those, again, the, the, the authentic and more vulnerable conversations and with the money, I think, yeah, leading with that, like we talked about earlier, you know, leading with that, that, Hey, you know what? I know this might, you know, seem funky to you as your security, you know, seeker, but you know, Hey, let's, let's talk about this and not attacking for who they are or not putting them down for who they are, but you know, Hey, you know, we think differently about this. That's okay. But how do we, you know, meet in the middle and come together? Right. So absolutely. Yeah. I love that you're doing this work. It's so, um, it's so, so needed and it's so overlaps into everything. Right. Right. It really does. It's so foundational. Right. I mean, you know, your love languages, you know, your money personalities. Right. Absolutely. You're good to go. You're set. <laughs> Absolutely, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's so true. Hard. I mean, I often think about that. I think, you know, man, in the relationship, those two, wow, yeah. you'll be far ahead of majority of, of couples yep. and uh, knowing Absolutely. each other deeply and well. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome work. And I know we could talk forever because I love this conversation, but I want to wrap up with a couple questions that we always like to ask. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. So what would be one book that had a massive impact on you or that you'd like to share with our audience? Absolutely. I read it quite a long time ago, but a book that just sticks out in my mind so much is men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. (laughs) You know, I mean, it just, it really opened my eyes and kind of put some identifiers, you know, exactly how we are really differently made. And that it's okay. And maybe that was the start of the many personalities of just being accepting and just saying, like, we just got to accept some of the differences that we have as men and women. And uh, that that really, really helped me. I have other business books and things that, have, that stick out. But that one in terms of relationships and being a foundational one, I just, I think it's, it's a relational Bible, if you will. Yeah, I love it. Which one do you, honey? You know... I mean, I, if that question is tough for me because I'd be like, because I'm a security seeker, I'm like, well, do you want fiction? Do you want business? <laughs> do you want personal development? I mean, which one do you want? So, Whatever but, you're inspired um, to share. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go off a personal book. I'm, I'm in the middle of a book right now that, that's kind of rocking my world called Who Am I? And um, it was a book uh, written by a pastor out of Arizona. And it's kind of it's kind of messing with me a little bit, to be <laughs> honest, because I can work through all my, you know, I love historical fiction. I'm, I'm very much a self-improvement guy and I, I love systems. But this book is kind of messing with me right now, just mm-hmm. in that it's making me question, you know, how do I really view who I am and where how do I want others to view who I am? So um, in the middle of it, it's messing with me a little bit right now. I'll let you know how it ends. And, <laughs> Sounds uh, good. But it, it's, it's a good one. Good. Well, anything that makes us think can go a little deeper, right? It's probably a good a good book. So that's fantastic. Okay, this is another hard question because I know there's right. a gazillion of them, but how about a quote that you live by? Oh, absolutely. Go for it. Okay, so I, I literally put this quote on top of every to-do list. 
Um, I'm, I'm a big journaler and, and I, I have it on the top of my journal and it, and the quote is, um, everything you want is on the other side of fear. Mm. And, um, for me, that's huge as a security seeker, because I'm a, I'm a naturally fearful person in a lot of ways. And so I have to constantly remind myself that everything that I want and every goal that I want to accomplish is obviously going to come with some fear. So everything you want is on the other side of fear. Mm. I love that one. Yeah, thanks. That's great. Powerful. (laughs) And for me is definitely God doesn't steer a parked car. And um, the what, yeah, God doesn't steer a parked car. If you think about it, if you just stay stuck and you don't move forward, there's no way that he can lead and guide you and direct you. And so, you know, it's, it's a great quote for a risk taker because, you know, we're very affirmed that you just got to move forward. If you don't move forward, if you stay stuck, you won't move forward and you've got to just go for it and he will direct your path. And so that's a, just, I love that quote. I love that, right? Momentum. That's where motivation yes, comes from. Absolutely, that's where absolutely. motion comes from. Yeah. And, absolutely. And sometimes it comes up for me when you say that. I love that quote too. That um, sometimes we think it has to be so big, you know? Oh, right. we have to do this big thing. But right. just wake up a half hour earlier and go right. for a walk. Right? I love that. <laughs> right? Yes. Right? It can Make be that just little change. Tiny. change your life. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we have to be so big and dramatic, but it's like, no, just the smallest little step, right? And then the snowball gets rolling. So that's fantastic. Okay. How about um, uh, one kind of golden nugget? If you could leave the world with one thing, what would that be? One golden nugget. Want to go for it? (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one for me. But I I think for me, it would be, and it, it definitely has revolved around what we've done with the money personalities and the research we've done and how we've seen couples succeed. Mm. And that is know yourself and know your spouse. And because that just gives you the ability to extend grace. So Mm. for me, that's the money personalities. I mean, I believe that we can slow down the divorce rate if not reverse the divorce rate, mm-hmm. you know, Bethany mentioned statistically how much divorce we have and the money is cited as the number one, um, the number one reason for divorce, but nobody wants to talk about it. But if we can really understand who we are and we can understand who we're married to and in relationships with, then we're going to learn how to extend grace. And that relationship is going to be awesome. Some advice that I got a long time ago was never stop working on your PhD of your spouse. So in other words, really getting to know, get that PhD on them. What makes them tick? What makes them happy? What makes them sad? What makes them, you know, and if you're both doing that, wow, your relationship can just explode and just be such a force. Um, So I love that too. So Definitely know your money personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never, it's never over. It's like dusting. It's never done. Right. right exactly. <laughs> it's oh, an unfolding so and a layering and a peeling away. And as people yeah. get more open and more vulnerable, right. So it's, sure. um, cause you know, you could be married to someone for 50 years and never really know them. Right. So it's right. like, that, Oh that yes. That's open. why a lot of people get divorced yeah. after they're 
kids leave. Right. They, right. they just don't know anything. They wake up and they go, I didn't know, even know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing in my house? <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Um, how do we uh, find you? How do we stay connected with you? I know. You Absolutely. Um, we have a website. It's themoneycouple.com. Okay. And for all of your listeners, you can go to themoneycouple.com slash rise up. Mm. And we have a special landing page there that just really brings all the goodies together, all the resources together in one place, kind of gives you an order of how to work through them, starting with the assessment, moving to the book, moving to the system. And uh, we would love to uh, have your listeners be part of our community. Absolutely. um, Absolutely. We, oh. we, we, we welcome them. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that. That's fantastic. So the moneycouple.com rise, Flash up, rise, up. rise up, rise up. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, speaking of rise up, cause we're called rise up for you. So when you hear that, um, that phrase rise up for you, what does it mean to you? You know, I got some great advice and it's been, it's played out over the last 20 years and rise up for me is called 10 seconds of bold. If you are bold for 10 seconds a day for the rest of your life, you will rise up and shine. Mm. So take your 10 seconds of bold and rise up. Yay. Love that. I know. <laughs> we, we both live by that one. We just, That's it's so fantastic. true. And, you know, it takes one second to pick up that phone, to make that phone call that you've been afraid to do. Mm. If you do, that's one second. You do another one where you talk to a person that you just, have been dreading, you know, and you see them in the hall or whatever at work. Um, that's another second. If you do 10 seconds of bold every day, your life will change. Yeah, that's so true because it's so easy to get complacent, to go inside, to isolate, to, you know, just numb out, whatever the case may be and, and feel yep. that hopelessness that a lot of people feel. So to be able to just say, I'm going to do this one hard thing, this one thing, yeah. that I'm going to be bold Exactly. Today. Yeah, that's exactly. great. Well, awesome. Well, oh my gosh, thank you so, so much. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast and to have this conversation today. It's, uh, it's so important, the work that you're doing. And I so, so want to honor you for that. Well, thank you so much. It was awesome being with you. It was great to be with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com, and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.